Hey guys, welcome back to Super Moment S. It is Finn Burrows and Sexy with you today. Finn, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm alright. Um, I want to be a little more relaxed than last week because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves with that whole Overwatch bit that we sent out. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to go back, uh, similarly to the reminiscing on gaming episode we had about a month ago. Okay. Uh, let's just spitball and let's just start talking games. So, uh, first things first, what are you playing? I've been playing Destiny 2. Yeah? What have you been playing it on? I've been playing on a Titan. Yeah? Well, I know you've been on a Titan. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying what console? Oh, a console? PC. PC. Fantastic. You are tired, aren't you? I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> I can tell. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> so, we uh, are, um, yeah, we're just chilling in the studio, and that was the game you were playing this evening when I got in. Yep. Um, what can you tell me about it? Is it better on PC? Um... I enjoy it a lot on PC. It feels a lot smoother and a lot faster, and I think also it's more fun to play because there's a lot more to do than awesome. there was when we first started on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So it's more to offer. More to offer a lot. So does it of... still feel like Destiny 1.5? <sighs> Honestly, it didn't feel as Destiny 1.5 as it did the first time. Good. I'm happy so it's it's maybe destiny 1.75 yeah <laughs> so it's still right. okay it's, take it's definitely improved um i think there's there's still ways to go on things they can do but i definitely enjoyed the new things they added okay. so and i feel like there's goals for me to go towards now whereas before it was you hit max light and then that was that yeah there was no there was like you could go do the game. raid but then there was you did the raid and you got what you got and that now was back that. then when we started there was not like weapons had set perks there, it was no yep. longer the random that's that's still the case now that's going to get changed in the summer is when the roles okay. will come back um but what they added i don't I haven't even looked into it is you can get kind of similar to weapon mods that yeah. you can get random or you can add um new perks to things so armor like you can have um armor that gives you um a chance to drop um orbs for your super oh cool or stuff like that and other weapon perks so does it still give you that superhero feel like you are like absolute monster? more so than before yes that's fantastic yeah. and bungie's always been very good at that yeah um the halo series with master chief have i ever told you guys i like that game <laughs> and then like destiny one was like absolutely huge on that with me i felt like a superhero and i felt like if i played my character properly titan my character by the way not yours um and it was it was just it was so much excitement, so much enjoyment within the game, yep. having that sort of uh, not so much. Well, you had the freedom and you had the power. Yeah, all that power is nice. Yeah. So that's good. Um, better on keyboard and mouse. Um, when I learn what my controls are, it will be fantastic. And when I was watching you play this evening, you I didn't see you using much of your abilities to the hotkeys on your mouse. Is that true? I've got um, my melee is yep. on keyboard, and then my. I think the only thing that's on my mouse is my grenade. Wow. Okay. And that's so, that's it. Jeez, why not the melee too? Um, because the melee feels very natural to be on Q for me, because that's what it is in every and other game. How about game. your super ability? Super ability is put to R currently, but that's gonna have to change because there's a lot of um. 
a lot of games use E and a lot of games use R for reload. Yes. And so there are a lot of times I'm reloading and I either fat finger E and R and yep. use my super. Or I just like th- use R instead and it's kind of frustrating. Now, let's talk about fat fingering because that's something <laughs> I can relate to. Um, just getting a PC about a month ago. It's been, you know, I've, I've spent most of my days coming home and getting on Discord, you know, talking with the guys and playing Overwatch. Just trying to get the muscle memory down, get it. <sighs> A little bit more comfort, and I will say I'm improving. I feel I am. I what's funny is like I feel like I'm improving with my mouse and keyboard, but I feel like I'm getting worse at Overwatch. <laughs> well, the game is changing. The game is. Changing. We do know that, but I don't really want to discuss Overwatch. Me neither. Um, now I've been playing. As you know, I picked up the Samsung GX television, the monitor from 1998. Yes. 1996. One of the two, 98, and uh, it is like gaming monitor, the CRT TV, um, the two panels in the front that open with speakers, the thing's awesome, I'll put a picture on the Instagram tomorrow, or today when the episode is out, but what I want to say about it is, now this is kind of weird, I'm going to tell you something I did growing up, I always would do, if I was sitting down watching Scooby-Doo, whatever, you know, just chilling, and I knew I had something I needed to do, whether it was clean up my room, go see my brothers, uh, check in with mom, whatever it was. I would wait for the television to say the word the. And <laughs> I wouldn't get off my butt until I heard the word the, whether it was a commercial, whatever. And there's been a lot of moments in life where that has stuck out to me. And lately, I've been telling myself, you know, hey, like... Why haven't I played the old school games like I used to? I keep getting sucked into the PC world, which, you know, it's my new thing. It's my new toy, so I want to. But there is that feeling inside me like, I still want to beat Metroid uh, Fusion, I, you know? I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I've got this great game. Like, I want to go play this. Yeah. But my PC. Like, <laughs> I think part of it is I, I enjoy the mouse and keyboard right now so much more than a controller. Oh well, okay. So that I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, and I'm I'm there with you. Like I want to improve on it. I can already feel my aiming it's not, ability. Not is even that I improving. want to improve. I yeah. I could stay at this level of what it is. I just enjoy it more. The j- enjoyment's there for me as and well. I yeah, think I it's agree. because of this noise. Yeah, that noise. That's a good noise. That's a very nice. Noise. I really like your keyboard, by the way. It's a very nice keyboard. Yes. I enjoy it a lot. What's it's it? Called... What what is it? Razor what? It is the newest Razor Black Widow. Chroma V2. I haven't really looked at the name. Right. Well, let me get back to my story about the lock. Okay. There's a yep. reason why I gave him that backstory and everything. And I didn't mean to start that backstory with it. It all started when I was born. Like, it didn't need that much detail. But I was coming out of my car, walking up the driveway, getting into my apartment. And the, like, route I need to take, I can see my neighbors across the street. And looking into the window, there was a giant poster that fit, like, right inside the window. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking, like, wow, I want to play my old school games. I want to play my old school games. And the only words I can make out on this giant poster was, be the. <laughs> and that is it. So, immediately, I thought, you know, yes. <laughs> I, I know I told everyone I'd be on Discord. I know I told everyone I'd play Overwatch. No. I am putting my Game Boy Player onto my... Um, <laughs> Nintendo GameCube, I'm using my Smash controller on my GameCube (laughs) to play Fusion, and I got so sucked in, 
it was it was the last time i got sucked into a game like that was when i was playing doom on xbox one when it first released that's awesome and it was like it was the feeling of i need to beat this game tonight i need to play this game until it is done <laughs> so i ended that's up such a great feeling yeah and, and, and that's what i got with destiny 2 when i was like no. first started it up again i was like i want to hit max level i don't care how long it takes i'm playing this. max level max light i okay max light's gonna take a while because yes, I, I, I gotta do the weekly grind to get the powerful engrams right but yeah i hit max level within a day and well, if you're gonna count hours played less than a day if we're gonna count how many days it was like two and a half wow so that's good i mean don't get me wrong i love i've loved destiny destiny 1 and destiny 1.5 are very fun and i do see myself buying it in the near future so that i am playing on pc with you and hopefully more people um yeah. just I, to get I, digging in it you know? it, it kind of surprised me like i felt like there weren't going to be many people playing but there's tons of people the still out there playing live. and I, what made me laugh really hard is like i log in and i'm going in and i'm like just get out of the tutorial like into the first like i'm into the farm and there's a um character name and it just made me laugh too legit to quit and i was like Yep, that, that yep, sums up the fair. Destiny community right there. <laughs> that's it, yeah. And that sounds familiar, but kind of rolls off the tongue. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it just worked really well. And it was it was the number two, and then legit to quit. I was just like, that's awesome. That yeah, is good. Now, is there any other games that are more single-player oriented you're playing around with right now? Um, I'm, I'm struggling with single-player right now. Yeah. Because... Single player games are great, but you don't have this. If you're not fully sucked into the game, you don't have as much satisfaction as playing the game as you would get playing a game you necessarily don't like with friends. Because friends amplify the fun of a game, even oh, if it yeah, sucks. Absolutely. Like, I, right now, I hate Overwatch. I hate it so much, yet, I basically almost every night, I'm playing Overwatch with you guys. And. It's probably why my score is like my SR is dropping because I hate it and I know it and I feel it when I play. But because I'm playing with you guys, it makes it more fun to play. So the enjoyment is not so much in the gameplay as it is just playing with friends. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, 100%. <laughs> now, I want to I want to discuss couch co-op then. Okay. But I can I can to I totally hear you there. Now I had the best of both worlds just two nights ago. I told I told you all about it already. You did, yeah. Uh, not only was I playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch with Photo Girl 2, but I had online connected to Caretop and his wife. I was connected to Drewski and Haleybug, and <laughs> there were six of us just in our own little match. I absolutely dominated, as usual, but it was just, it was very enjoyable. We only did eight races, and I felt like that was just a warm-up, but the, playing with a bunch of people you know, and then it, on top of that, it was a game that I'm not smoked on, like, I'm not, like, burnt out playing oh, so yeah, often. Oh, yeah, totally. Because I don't play, I haven't played Deluxe nearly as much as I've played Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Yeah. And... It's uh, what sort that was that was like awesome enjoyment and I was screaming. Uh, 
it like you told me about it, I was like, oh, I wish I could have been a part of that. Yep, but, but you don't have it. I don't have it. So and you, why don't you have it? What do you always say when I tell you? It's get it? it's it's one of those games where it's never gonna be just us two playing because I know exactly what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get second place, and that's that's that. Yeah, you've beat me before though. Once, and you must have been sick or something. There had to lag. Yeah, obviously <laughs> something was but, wrong. But you had it but too. So I, I had I do have one win, and that's all I can say. So <laughs> you I just enjoy it man I and I do enjoy it yep. but it's just not one of those games that I, just, I don't think I'm into racing games all that much either Asphalt 8 I played Asphalt 8 a lot yeah. I played Asphalt 8 <laughs> way too much is that a mobile game? it is mobile and yeah. I use tilt controls which like no one uses and I, I actually saw one of my coworkers playing it at work one time and I was like what is he doing? Yeah. And I, it, it clicked what he was doing, and I was like, oh my goodness. He's not using tilt controls. He's not drifting. He sucks. Yep. Like, I could smoke this kid blindfold. And he's like, oh, That's I got you. That's what I see when you play Mario Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not using tilt controls, not drifting. <laughs> I don't drift. I yeah. don't use chill controls though. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. Maybe that's the missing piece for you. Maybe that's the missing piece. I'll <laughs> we'll have to test it next time. That would be awesome. I'd <laughs> love to. Absolutely love to. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that tomorrow, I guess. Now, Asphalt Eight is going to be a big conversation piece for you in the upcoming podcast with Criven and Krug. It is. That yeah. is to be announced. And yep. By the way, for those of you that don't know Criven, he's going to be uh, debuting in our next series of podcasts that we unleash one week from today, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, if everything goes according to plan. Um, this, uh, just a sneak peek, we're not going to put it on social media at all, but we're going to break down the top 300 within Game Informer. Yeah. And Game Informer released an issue in April 2018 where they listed their top 300 games and we pick it apart. Any game that we know about, we decide, should it be there, should it be higher, should it be lower, are they stupid? that shit crazy most of the time are probably. we stupid um. yeah we sometimes some of us now <laughs> you'll hear a lot and uh tune yeah. in absolutely now going back to couch co-op mm-hmm. nintendo has done very well with that and keeping yes. it alive yes and i am a huge fan that, is, that that's one of my biggest things about nintendo is the couch co-op oh yeah it's it's yeah it's Nintendo. <laughs> now, we have games. I will say, we were just playing Overwatch today. You're in the other room. Yep. Right? We're rooms apart playing Overwatch, and it's not as enjoyable as if we were, we were playing... on the couch yeah. together. You know, then yep. just playing. You can't punch me for doing something stupid if I'm in the other I can't see your face, your reaction, you know? <laughs> the and... when you get silky smooth and you're screaming in the other room, I'm oh, not. Yeah, like, I, I just got that, like... finally. Smooth as sales achievement silk, yeah. as a Widowmaker. You yep. screaming against the widow. smooth, and I was... I yeah, was that's what it, Yeah, I think that sounds <laughs> better. It, it was like, I could hear him yelling and be like, oh, that was so awesome. But one, I didn't get to see it happen because he's in a different room. I didn't get to different see his screen. face. Like, yeah. it's just, there's there's less impact. Uh, absolutely. And <laughs> this is what blows my mind. Why did the Wii U fail? When couch co-op is so fun, because let's talk Nintendo Land before before you say anything about <laughs> before you continue this. I just saw a meme the other day, 
there was um, about how the Wii U failed and how the Switch was super successful. And it had this thing. There was the Wii U and a whole bunch of games underneath it and then the Switch with a whole bunch of games underneath it. And it was the same games like Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. And... Um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And then there's Splatoon. Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Zelda. Warriors and is it's coming just like out. all these games, just the second thing. And it was it made me laugh. It's the deluxe version, <laughs> the ported version of the game from Wii U to Switch. And now, everybody raves about them. <laughs> and that could be, that entirely could be blamed upon the marketing. Because it, no one knew what Wii U was. No one knew what it was. And I think it was another it, Wii. It was, I think what hurt it was how people didn't understand what the gamepad was and how it worked with it. Right. And they, not not so much they didn't understand, they just weren't aware it was a thing. Weren't know? aware it's a thing, but even like, when you first told me about it, I was like, oh, I have to use the gamepad, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then, like, then I looked at it and I really, really looked at it, I was like, oh, you don't have to use the gamepad at all. Right. Like, you don't even have to turn it on to it's turn the switch thing. on. Ex- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, But the gamepad has so many perks, which is why I wanted to bring up Nintendo Land. Because that was a game where you could have four players on the main screen hunting down that fifth player. <laughs> and that fifth player had the gamepad. And yep. there was, that eliminates screen peaks altogether. Oh, yeah. And that's that was awesome, you know, because screen peeking is one of the cons to couch co-op and yep. split screen but and, the and that's pad... it's a con to competitive co-op yeah I, yes so well said yeah because th- th- there are a lot of times when you're not playing competitively and you you screen peek and you're like oh this is going to be fun i'm going to do something funny yes and it's awesome and then there are other times when someone's playing super serious and you're like i don't want to die run away i don't want to die run away <laughs> Now, working together, seeing each other's screen, it's fine. Yep. You know, but working together, not seeing each other's screen. For instance, when we play Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies, I would always put one person full screen on the television and the other person would get the gamepad. Yep. You remember? I do. And that's comfortable, you know? Yeah, you mean you can do it. And you're still playing together. You don't... It's so fun. And we would just pass around the gamepad and... Everyone would be watching that guy on the big screen. Yep. You know, we'd only play two at a time. I think that's all it could handle, if I remember correctly. Pretty sure you're right. And so two would be playing, but there was three or four of us in the room at the time. Still enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's such a hard thing to really judge on what killed the Wii U. But, yeah, I... I I never really had a problem with it. I really enjoy it. It's, it's uh, really... As I stated in previous podcasts, it is arguably my favorite console. Yep. And it's, to me, above the Switch right now, just personally. Um, I know... Is that because of Super Smash Bros.? No. Okay. I did love Super Mario um, 3D World. I did love just the gamepad and the mm-hmm. whole idea about it. Yep. Pikmin was loads of fun. I haven't even beat the story mode. I'll be honest with you all. But it's still loads of fun. Um, but what really made it for me is another port, another Nintendo port. It's Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. And I remember playing that game at a friend's house in high school. 
the sailing sucked on GameCube. And that was the only thing that was really improved with the Wii U version. And obviously the graphics, like, aesthetically looked fantastic. Yep. Everything was clean, crisp. I would get, I get stuck in Zelda games all the time, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And, but it was still so enjoyable. Uh, on the Wii U, with the gamepad to help you out with the map going on. I, I don't know. I can't really put it into words. There is also that comfort as where I was in life, you know? Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Um, but the Wii U, in my eyes, if you're into couch co-op, even today, get a Wii U. Forget yep. about the age. Forget about what people say. They don't know what they're talking about if they talk bad about the Wii U. Does it perform as well as Xbox 360? No. Does it perform as well as an original Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit more so than that, you know? It's not mind-blowing graphics, but it it's... is mind-blowing enjoyment. Yeah, I was going to say what, really what would you for? I was going to say which would you rather? Have something look beautiful but you don't enjoy or have no something that huh? Nothing. I didn't even hear what you said. I can't even be a part of that. Um <laughs> Have something... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Go on. It's gone. Yep. Would you rather have... Oh, right. Would you rather have something that looks beautiful, but you don't enjoy, or have something that might not be the best visually, but is freaking awesome? Yeah. So... And I understand the complaint where the Wii U is not powerful enough, but here's something that Nintendo is very good at doing. Kriven, I'm taking your words right out of your mouth, putting them in my podcast. Nintendo is very good at using old hardware in new ways, in the best ways. Yeah. Do you remember him saying that? I do remember him saying yes. that. Yes, and I loved it. Yeah, so, it was good. Let that little note be a glimpse into what to hear with Kriven. Um, Full of stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> informative. Um, nothing bad to say about him either, besides something about uh, a fruit he likes. <clears throat> that's yellow and long. All right, and anyway, continuing. Um, <laughs> Is there any games you wish you like could really invest your time in right now? That whether you own or they're just out. That I could really invest my time in. Yes. <sighs> Do any come in to mind right now? I have. I really want to replay ninety percent of my games. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I try, like I've. Like, I love Fable. It's not my, arguably my, like, number one, number two top game. Like, love it. But every time I go back to playing it, I'm like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this so many times. Right. It kind of, like, knocks me out of the enjoyment of playing it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's there's only so strange. many different ways you can play the same game. So, it's, it's, like, and I've done the same thing with Pokemon. Like, all right, I'm going to give myself a new challenge. I'm going to start it up. I'm going to switch up my starter and, like play it differently but it's still the same game so i really wish i could go replay all the games i've played with a like fresh mindset with the fresh mindset on it that's yeah now would you want to jump in having the expectation that you're going to enjoy the game or would you want to jump in blind again i don't know that's a good question um because you're wiping away all the memories you've made 
I guess I would want to jump in blind and just yeah. not have anything because that's what created the enjoyment was not knowing. That's very true. Because yeah. if you know what you're, if you know that the game is going to be fun, you have an expectation, and if it doesn't meet that expectation, it's not fun. Absolutely. Whereas if you don't have that expectation, you're like, wow, this is actually really cool. It's kind of like with Fortnite. Like, we didn't have any expectations going into No, it was game. just a game. It was just like, and to be honest, like, when I first looked, I was like, oh, that doesn't look like all that much fun. Right. And then I played it, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't stop playing this. Yeah. <laughs> it hooked. Absolutely hooked. Oh, yeah. Now, a game that I felt that way about, like, I went into blind and didn't realize I'd enjoy so much. It was Games with Gold one month for Xbox 360. The name of the game is Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yep. You had me play this. So it had, you used both joysticks to control two different characters. They were brothers. Um, Surprise. And (laughs) two different characters, the brothers. And the left joystick controlled the blue character, right joystick the red character. And then you had A and B button, which would be like them interacting with something. And when you first play, it's very awkward. Like like you're pushing a wheelbarrow together. And... (laughs) You have to, like, like there's a drawbridge you have to put down and stuff like that. It was, but once you, like, got used to the controls, like, it was, the whole battle for me was getting used to the controls so I could play this game smoothly, but yep. it's not a full-scale game. It is an arcade game on console. Like, I was absolutely, <laughs> and I, if you want to play this game, if you want to take my word for it right now, Stop listening to this episode. It's almost over anyway. Um, But what I encountered was I was absolutely blindsided by the storyline in this game that had no English. Everything they said was absolute gibberish. There's no subtitles, nothing. But the story of it, the the visual it creates, made this game one of my favorites. Um, And... (laughs) It was it was exactly that. I went in blind. All I knew was it was games with gold. I wanted to play a new game. Here it is. Yep. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's huge for games. The game that I jumped into with no expectations that is a, is a very different type of game was The Witness. There was puzzles like I I actually found out of it because of the top 300 thing I was going through. I was like what games like kind of interest me and it was like puzzles and I was like, All right, I like puzzles let's try it started playing it and there's it's the same kind of thing there's no talking you don't even get to see who you're playing as right. you can see a shadow on the ground and that's it you have no idea what's going on you know you're stuck on an island and you know you're trying to get off and that's it you have nothing else and as you go you're starting to realize what's happening and I haven't even met it yet so I don't even know what happens but I've seen other shadows that make me think that there's a kid somewhere else on the island Whoa. that might be related to me, but I don't know because I That's have not gotten sketchy. that far. Yeah, so it's like, it just makes you want to play more and the puzzles Draws are, you in, yeah. Yeah, and the puzzles are so fucking complicated. Oh my God. <laughs> That's oh my awesome God. though. Because that delivers the <laughs> utmost satisfaction it, once yes, you complete the does. puzzle. And, but it, oh. I want you to take, we're going to look at mirrors for a second. If you're looking in a mirror, which side's your left side, which side's your right side? It's inverted, right? Yeah. So, I want you to picture you're trying, you're looking at a maze, and you have to drag the 
the dot from one side to the other side in the maze. This is similar if you played Bioshock. I watched them play. If you played Bioshock doing any of the lockpicks. Okay. Very similar yep. to that style. So you're dragging and you you have to see it. And there's a solution given for you in the reflection of the water below you. You must first get the water to the right level so you can see the reflection, which is like a million different switches. And you okay. can stop it halfway. Um, so you're doing that. And then you have to use an inverted and flipped image to track this maze. <laughs> and, oh my... If, if it was... <sighs> would it still be difficult if the image was straight on and it was all just... No, it wouldn't be. It yeah. would Because you could just be like, oh, you just go like this. Right. And it's... <sighs> so just that extra level of dif- difficulty. That, yeah, just making you have to think like, okay, what's left is now right, what's up is now down. And to remember that as you're tracing it and you're trying oh, to look absolutely. at it going backwards, like, oh, it's like trying, what's, oh, it's, can, it's that like left foot with one foot, like making a left circle and a right with the so other foot. So if you were to use your index finger to draw a six while your foot is going counterclockwise, that, that's what it's very difficult to do at the same time. <laughs> so with your index finger, try to draw a six and then your right foot make it. Make it go counterclockwise, or grab your belly, pat your head at the same time. Okay, the yeah, first time yeah, you do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's that that kind sort of, of discomfort within the game. Yeah, and it's so satisfying when you complete them. And the puzzles they start out really simple, and then by the end you're just like, two hours later, I'm almost done with this one section that's halfway through the full section. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now I want to get back to the story of the game. When when the when games like this when when the developers leave a lot of it open ended and it's up to the player to like fill in the gaps in a way mm-hmm. I think when they leave it up to the imagination it the game can be created to whatever you would like it to be yeah and I think that is a very strong factor with these games you have no expectations on you can really relate to because what do you want it to be whether it's your subconscious putting it in the game filling in that gap. Mm-hmm. Or you, like, you've you've seen the shadow and you're assuming it's someone you're related to? It's, so, you see your shadows as, like, the first opening cinematic. You see your shadow and the smaller shadow next to you. Okay. And that's all you see. And you kind of assume that this smaller... No, you assume. Yeah, I assume that... I this, would assume it's my girlfriend. <laughs> it, it's a It's very kid-shaped. But, okay, I wouldn't do that then. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see where you're coming from now. Yeah. Okay. Smaller shadow. What if it's your son? And that's exactly. I don't know. Yeah. And Krug so, might think it's Kitty Cat Zoe. <laughs> you know. Yep. It all depends on that viewer and that player. And I think yep. that kind of open end stuff can really make or break a break game. Like, yeah. Are you filling in the right spots? Are you leaving the right spots empty? That's huge. Yeah. Now, so that's the game you want to dabble with, right? Yep. You want to get more into The Witness. Yeah. Absolutely. That Now, I want to go one more question on that, or two more, I guess. Yep. My first question is, when did you pick that up? I, so I... S- Give me a day of the week you picked that up. Do you oh, remember? Jeez. I Do think you remember what day you called me about the top 300? It was, I'm going to guess it was a Wednesday. A Wednesday, okay, so I'm going to guess 
I'm going to guess it was like a week after that. So yep. I'm going to guess a Tuesday or Wednesday. Now, once the top 300 came out, I decided we were doing a podcast on it. Yep. I really regret it with all the time we're putting in. But <laughs> I remember telling you the top 300 and then you looked it up yourself. Yep. I remember you saying you bought the game and it it hadn't even been like a week. But we had Criven over, myself... Um, we, yeah. <laughs> we had Mrs. Criven and we had Photo Girl 2 with five of us here including yourself Yep, you were playing the game you guys had to pull me off the game I, did, to, to I, I think recording. I ulted for you did I? no I threatened to you threatened to and I was like oh no you can't because it saves immediately where you are all F4 and I showed you and then we started that's right yep. So, and that, that's another really good big thing is the ability to just quit out quit out so you can go, rage quit whenever. You can rage quit. Stupid freaking puzzle. Done. <laughs> yeah. No worries. <laughs> a game I would like to play. Because you know I ask these questions and hope she'll ask me back. Yep. A game I would like to put some time into. Um, can I limit it to a console? <laughs> or I'm sorry. Can I expand it to one console that I want to be playing? Game Boy Advance. Okay. Because I have Metroid Fusion still. Then mm-hmm. I want to go into Zero Mission, which I've heard is not as good, which okay. is fine. I still want to play it. And there's also, I just got the Kinnish map. <laughs> the Minish Cap. Legend of Zelda, the Minish so, Cap. So, to, to explain the Kinnish map part, he was asking me if I'd ever played the game before. And I was like, yes, I've played it, but you didn't believe me. And so you called it the Kinnish map. And it, like, I don't know why. It just didn't sound wrong because Minish Cap, Kinnish Map, like, they're close enough. And right. I was I was already frustrated that you didn't believe me that I had played it. Right. Even though I had. And because we it. were talking about, we were, was that Zelda game called on the GBA? And I looked it up. I said, oh, it's the Kinnish Map. I said, have you played the Kinnish Map? And you're like, yes, I have. <laughs> and it's like, cause it just it didn't sound off enough for it to click that he yeah. swapped. Yeah. So and I was like, "Ha, got you!" No, you haven't. But, <laughs> but I have. Yes, he ended up telling me all about it. Like, um, <laughs> so Link Shield is a bird in that game. Uh, it's been so long, but his yeah. Okay, continue. Do you remember the bird? Or I don't. Shield? I honestly don't remember anything about a bird. Really. This leads me to believe you really haven't played the game. <laughs> you know I that, have. right? I have. I could tell you all about one of the map sections. All right. We'll leave that for another episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> for those of you listening in, you will know that the bird is actually his hat, not his shield. Okay. I was hoping I'd get him again, but... <laughs> you did get me with that first time, didn't you? Yeah, probably. Something around those lines, but yeah. So that's on my list. <laughs> and there was one more GBA game. Um, I believe it's a Wario game. A Warrior game, yeah. yeah. Which Kriven was just telling me about, to be no. honest. And Advance Wars, if you've heard of Advance Wars. That is the uh, cartoony tank game, which, if you haven't heard of Advance Wars, I'm leaving it to Kriven in the top 300, because his explanation is spot on. <laughs> so, those are the games I wish to play. Um, I can do it on my GX TV through the Game Boy Player on my Nintendo GameCube. That's going to be loads of fun. And that, I also heard from the mystery man Kriven, the game boy player on the nintendo gamecube will add in sounds in some titles that are not originally on the uh cartridge i learn more every day right and so the gx tv is 
very well known for its sound quality because it has a few tweeter speakers and a built-in subwoofer. So that's very awesome. Yeah. That's it's good. You know, it's a good little mix. Yep. Um, maybe eventually, so I just got the monitor, maybe eventually I'll use an actual console game on this console monitor, but <laughs> till then, let's expand my GBA yep. on the big screen, the 13-inch monitor. Uh, Finn, is there anything else you'd like to include on this spitballing episode? There was one thing that you were talking about a little bit ago. Um, the bird on the shield, yeah. No, not the bird on the shield. <laughs> I don't remember, so I think that's that. That... Always happy to be here, guys. Uh, I didn't want to get cut off there, but here I am. Appreciate the time, and uh, continue reaching out. It's been awesome hearing from you guys, so keep that coming, please.